Hi, I'm Fred Stoller. I don't know if you saw me when I was Fred Yerkes on Seinfeld, but Jerry's foot fell asleep. I said, you're lucky. At least you got something to do. Now, now, you have something better to do than your foot falling asleep. There's this really great podcast called Fifty Shades of Boucher, and Bob interviews all these great people that you wouldn't normally hear unless you heard his podcast, so now you have something to do. So do it. Get off the phone. Or maybe you have to do it on the phone. Forget what I said, Dumb and Dumber. Hey, just wanted to say thank you for listening to Fifty Shades of Boucher. Uh, This week's episode, I had Pete on. Uh, Pete was on a couple weeks ago. Pete's been my buddy. Uh, I've known him for the last couple years. And when we get together, we just talk. This time, it wasn't sad. The last time we talked, we got together and talked about our dads. And uh, we didn't go down that route this time. It was a lot more upbeat and a little more fun. So... Uh, just a good listen. I mean, nothing really promoting this week. Um, if you have anybody or if you know anybody, please let me know. Please reach out. Please, you know, please get them on the podcast, guys. I mean, anybody. You don't have to be famous. You don't have to have anything. Just come on the podcast and have a good time. Most of the time I like this because it's just a convert. Like I said, it's in my bio, the conversation that wouldn't have happened without this podcast. So, uh, no, just uh, no, just my buddy Pete on this week. Nothing big. Um Great guy, great episode, great time. You know, uh, you know, I can't say enough about the guy. He's he's good shit. Uh, that's why I keep having him over. Um, other than that, I uh, got some podcasts I'm trying to line up. Uh, like I said, if you know anybody, please let me know. But I got a few in the works. So I mean, some some interesting people. And and luckily with quarantine, you know, everybody's kind of got downtime. So I've been reaching out, and and I think we're gonna get some uh, interesting array of people coming on. So. It'll be, it'll be fun. Um, enjoy this week's episode, and, and I'll keep you guys up to date. Thanks. Have you ever seen the Chris Farley bit? Um, An old SNL skit. Where where he's like Ubering over the guy, and he's fucking all stoked. The bears and, or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, where he's like, he's like, do you remember when you when you t- ran for the and like he like yeah. he's like he's completely like he over was the unconfident. Uh, reporter yeah he was he was dying over him yeah yeah you know he was oodling over him well i don't want to do that so the you know i'm I'm trying to think of like backwards questions i read a couple articles on the guy um and we'll just go from there and kind of see see just what happens i was so nervous with with when i did the podcast with ashley that it was like i i don't know what the fuck to talk about i literally opened up with hey how's your day (laughs) <laughs> which I can't imagine if you're like about to start a podcast and you're, you're a multimedia person, you're like, that's your fucking opening question. Yeah. Like, but it actually flowed. Cause it, yeah. I mean, I don't want it to be, that's why I stopped doing an intro now. Like yeah. I, I record us pretty much from the get go. Yeah. And, Natural. and that, and then I don't do the, Hey, welcome to 50 shades of Boucher. Cause I can't imagine sitting there as like, it's not really a show intro and then I don't have anything planned. So it's like, okay, mm-hmm. I just go and introduce the guest now in the, in the, I do like a little separate like minute and a half intro thanking if I do a sponsor, do a sponsor. But it's, oh, sure. it's just people who have been on the show who have stuff to promote. Um, it's always interesting watching, uh, I'm going to say podcast type uh, shows. I wouldn't say Hot Ones is a podcast, but I'd say... It is. Uh, uh, I'd say it's a it's a form of a interview. Yeah. A very formal interview. Yeah. And um, I'd say, you know... It's very unique watching Chris Evans come up with these original questions, even though he's oodling over them. Yeah, it's he, it's catching them in this element of uh, 
eating the spiciest fucking wings. Right. And maintaining composure and answering more than casual questions. Yeah. And and the fact that you, you get caught up in, in what you're doing, so you have to answer in a not generic way. Yeah. It's a way to take people out of their element. Mm-hmm. And and still be able to get something out of them to where they're not completely distracted. And even if they are, that's kind of the best point is you can't fake that reaction. Mm-hmm. Like it's magic. Yeah, yeah, you'd know, you know. And yeah. there's people who've never done chemistry. It. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Like, I'd be a pussy on it, which would be great. Oh, you know, yeah. I'd be sitting there. I'd be the guy sweating and like. You'd be ans- asking your life questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> no, I I thought about trying to do that and and yeah. like how do you, you know? But most of the podcasts that I really gravitate towards and that mm-hmm. I kind of not make my show after but like it, it's no different than like the first time you ever you know if you're ever in front of a camera you're gonna probably act like the people you've seen or you know thought of as people on camera mm-hmm. you know you're gonna do mannerisms or you're gonna do things so yeah. like the podcast idea was like well of course it's an interview question because i listened to i've listened to joe rogan for like fucking three or four years and it's like yeah that's that's why you want to start the podcast. Like it yeah. is exactly what he does. You love the yeah. show so much. You're like, yeah. well, can I do that shit? That's work. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, uh-huh. it, and you know, in hot ones, it, it takes the same idea. Yeah. Like you said, it, and I, it's really no different than a podcast because yeah. you're watching, you're watching it live and you're watching it or not live, but uh-huh. on camera. Um, and, and you're still getting the episode and the questions and there's dot, you know, dialogue in between and, mm-hmm. and, and, you feel like you're you're watching them because it's again you're you're in on it. Mm-hmm. So no man, I mean it, it's 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 a cool way for that for that show to be different but still attract what people are liking right now. And it's you know I Sage gives me shit. Do you watch reality TV? I I watch different forms of it. Okay. Do you watch it mockingly? Like uh, I watch the mockery ones. Yeah. Okay. Like what do you mean the mockery ones? There's. There's such thing called uh, Burnin' Love. That's the show. That's the spoof show. Okay. And it's a it's a, it's a parody off of uh, The Bachelor. Okay. So if you can't stand Bachelor Season 7, <laughs> all right, this is the show for you. Oh, my gosh. This guy gives them the hose. And that signifies their departure from from the group it's this coiled up hose with the brass fitting upward and that's that signifies i i i'm sorry that signifies their safety uh like it's kind of like it's kind of like tribal council in in the bachelor you know okay yeah i don't want we don't watch the show so okay (laughs) yeah no she's into like the there's a selection i gotcha okay okay so kind of like a survivor kind of uh it is vote you off the island kind of a thing and to spot the struggling actress and that is easy to do. Oh, the one like that's like a, a D. Like she wasn't there for to get married or no. find love, even though she said she was. Right. You know the tears and the and the theatrics of you know throwing stuff and pulling hair and stuff and getting drunk and trying to get yourself on a meme or something, get some sort of notoriety. Yes, yes, and end up with your own show. Yeah, that's your chance. Or, your spot. or not even a, dude. It's not even about a show. It's about a following. Yeah. Because you know, as soon as you make that impression on the internet, people will go to your page. Yes. You know, so it's it's like, how can I separate myself but stand out and let people like notice me? But it's it's the best part is naturally and like, I have, I don't even do you watch like the 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 like 
Tosh.0 or ridiculousness now? I, I, I do not recently. No, as of two years ago, I haven't really seen much of episodes. I, or do I seek them out? Uh, yeah, I do watch them. Yeah. I do watch them. Do I you, got bored. Have you noticed that <clears throat> it went from not viral people to they'll slip in viral videos now of like people who have accounts? I haven't, but I see. Yeah. Uh, they'll, they'll like have the people who you know they're pranksters and and oh it's we're all buddies who live in the same house and what craziness are we gonna get in today pouring you know dirty cat litter all over the dude's bed and putting the sheet back over it and then you videotape them there or you know you throw a little bit of oil at the bottom of the stairs and have the or the top of the stairs and have the guy running you know hey i fucking hurry up and the guy you know comes running over the stairs and slips and falls or uh the one was the guy every time the guy had a cigarette he'd sneak up behind him and snip the end off you know, or snip half of it or most of it off as the guy's holding it. So they play the the, the they play the the pranksters. They they did. Videos. They sneak them in there. Well, I've seen the video on like Facebook Live, or I've seen the video on Instagram or something where like it's on. It's a postable one minute video, and now okay, you know, if if to me it was always those shows were like. We've found these on the internet. These are, you know, vi- pictures on your phone or, you know, videos on your phone or whatever. And it was cool moments that were, were real. When you start getting into you're a blue check mark and you're posting, oh, what what pranks are we going to do today? And you're... Manufactured the, a bit. Yeah. Like you're, you're... What you're talking about is a generation who grew up watching Jackass and has learned how to do it not in a movie sequence but in a five minute video you send out weekly or however you edit and it's it's you know now it's a montage of things people love the montage you know how many changes or daniel what do you what what are those and all the times of you saying it and people coming into classrooms hey 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 you know all the times the teacher says crazy things and yeah it's it's weird man that what do you how do you, how do you know to take that? Why did you take those? Did you know you were going to edit those up and uh, make it a 20 segment? You know, I don't know. I will say my level of uh of uh embarrassing comedy that uh I literally have to close my eyes or seriously make clench my fists as I watch it is impractical jokers. Oh my Do you my think that's fake? Gosh. I I don't. Okay, I don't either. I think that's that's the real shit and yeah. and they get away with a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah, they get away with a lot. It's not even a It's it's so it's I mean their level of uh being uh uh embarrassed or even bit even a bit um off put by their their bets. Yeah. and their wagers. It's it's amazing what they can pull off. I mean uh do you know what surprises me? Do you know Sal? Yeah. If you watch his shirt, every once in a while he'll wear a Legion of Skanks shirt. And a Legion of Skanks is this fucking podcast that legit is the, like, it's, they joke about being the most offensive podcast in the world. Oh, yeah. And it's, and Sal Volcano's on it. And I can't believe out of how many families yeah. watch them. And Sal's a favorite. Yeah. And Sal's on a show where they have uh, 
and I'm not saying I dislike the show. I love the show. I'm yeah, a fan. Yeah, yeah. But they they do crazy things like they they rate the Bill Cosby victims from sexiest to not sexiest. Oh shit! From all the women who said Bill Cosby pilled them, and they you know say the N word and they'll use it in the jokes. But it's all satire. Like you can't go into the show going. Well, this is real life. This is how people think. They're doing it for the laugh, the dirtiness of saying the word, of yeah. the the taboo of it. They yeah. they use all of it, and it's all just that humor to make you go, holy fuck. <laughs> like, Jesus, you're uncomfortable. And they What's do it in front of a live audience. The, uh, sc- scoundrel? What is it? Legion of Skanks. Legion of Skanks. Yeah, man. And it's uh, with Big J Okerson. Uh, there's a guy named uh, Lu- Luis Gomez. Or Louis J. Gomez and uh, Dan Dan Smith. And Sal's on there. And Sal is a guest on there every once in a while. Once and, in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And dude, like they'll even joke like they'll 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 play a game called Who's More Justified Saying the N Word. So they find all these these videos that people don't produce. It's these, you know, people who fucking go on live and have three people follow them and who post it to Facebook not knowing you're posting it to the world, not just your fucking friends, and it's them saying the N word in their shit. And they'll find these videos and it'll be people freaking out or having a psychotic episode or they'll fucking, you know, there's a whole bunch that goes into it. But then they'll discuss and say, you know, who do you think's more justified to say the N word? And it could be completely unjustified fun. in every one. This but is fun. It's awesome, dude. It's it's hilarious if you can just get with it and just stop with like being offended by something. Yeah. Because there's literally nothing they won't say that's not offensive. I mean, they've said <laughs> some of the most fucked up shit I've ever you know, the one dude has a son. Okay. So he has a new boy son and they used to make fun of him and say that that kid was a whore. Well, instead of the dad being all mad and saying this, you know, he's a co-host on the podcast. They just said, no, don't say my son, but call him baby James number two. So it's all of the realistic names and all this shit. But he just goes, just call him baby number two and I won't give a shit. So now they just go, they go, you know, your, your boy, like they always, you know, make fun of him and say like, uh, you know, that he'll have these longing moments with his son where his son's super awkward at like two. And he's like, where the dad's like, James, James, I just want you to know daddy loves your boy. And the, and the son's like, hey, Jesus, fuck. Like, you know, but, and then he'll be like, but J, but James too is a fucking whore. Like he's, he's trying to get that love in all sorts of fucking ways. Like they talk about this shit all the time. And dude, it's so funny. Such a good fucking bit. So that's, that's something you you listen to on the regular. Yes, dude. I listen to really offensive comedy. I love it because it's not real. There's no hate. They have black dudes come on and they'll do they'll do uh, who's more justified saying the n word, <laughs> you know. And like, it, there's no there's no stop with it, you know. They That's have, fun. They had uh, Milo Ninopoulos on, and here you want to you put it like four inches, like okay, okay. perfect, perfect, gotcha. Um, but yeah, and and uh, you know they they. They just do all sorts of crazy shit and put up with it, and mm-hmm. they host these events, like three-day comedy festivals that are just fucking crazy with people on acid and ecstasy and weed, and they're getting all sorts of drugs from these people bringing them, and they had to cancel them this year, obviously, but they had fucking people calling local radio morning shows in Houston saying, do you hear what's coming to our city? I heard my 14-year-old son listening to this show called Legion of Skanks. And she's calling in on these, like, religious shows. And we can't let these people be coming to our city, man. This isn't going to be ratchet. Like, they're fucking just going off on these people about this podcast festival coming. And it's fucking hilarious, dude. Like, it's everything you want. Like, if you're just one of those people who's like, I'm into, like, the the humor that's like, you're, you're not supposed to say it in real life. 
just listen to it in a fucking podcast. People will do it. If you don't want to, you know, obviously like, it's really touchy humor and you got to be able to have a following that understands like it is all satire and in no way are you ever fucking like there's truth behind the words, but that's what comedy is. It's mm-hmm. an art form. Can you push it? Well, fuck, there's racy art, mm-hmm. you know. People were cool with the Trump head cut off, mm-hmm. but you can't say words that aren't real to anything. Like, it doesn't make sense to me, but that's mm-hmm. why I love that there's podcasts like that. And, you know, here, I'll make a joke every once in a while. Like, you know, you, you said you got laid off, and the first thing I asked you is, do you think it was because you're Asian? You know? <laughs> fuck, I mean, that's that, to me, that's funny. Like, you know, it might be racist. It's not, I don't even, it's not racist. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, it's, you know, everyone's all the fear, you know, the fear of, you're spreading, you're spreading the fear that Chinese Americans are spreading the virus solely. Yeah. It's like, no one's fucking saying that. Shut yeah. up, you know. Yeah. But, well, and, and you can, I mean, I'm sorry, you could, you could spot the ignorant people right away, too. If that's what you think, if that is what you think, you know, I, I, I'm not even, I'm not even trying to fall into your idea. But, um, you know, like this Asian person has probably got Corona. Uh, probably not. There's no merit in that. Um, right. How would you? How would you know? Um, I mean, is it all Asian people dying of this corona? You, you created it. Well, some old lady, some old white lady, died of it recently. I mean, right. You could blame an Asian person, I suppose, <laughs> if you want. You know. Right. Because not don't even keep in mind or the fact that like you were over here yeah and like simple as that what you're yeah. talking about is an origin of a disease happening yeah. with sure a weird association if you want to see it through the eyes of like you can somehow be there and here at the same time yeah. Yeah. you know but it's like yeah no. they're looking for a, a stereotypical villain right to villainize and I mean the villain would be the person who came from that country reported of, you know, right. and, 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 and it's hilarious though. <laughs> it's hilarious when, when you, when you think about it, like how it's getting here and stuff. I mean, what, how, what's not all hilarious about it is the people who have to deal with the people. Yeah. And we can keep, keep giving props out to, you know, all the medical workers and stuff and all that. And, 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 and that is for just reason, but I, I would say they're the people who will be first exposed oh, to yeah, it yeah. and I'm sorry, transmit it to others. Well, and that's inevitable though. Like that's why it's everything else. Like even if you don't have a high probability of carrying it, mm-hmm. now they just shut you down because, well, your probability of carrying it at home and not leaving home is, is zero. Yeah. If you stick to the rule, you know, yeah, if you stick to the rule, just so, to, just to dodge it. Right. And the whole thing about it is like they say to it's not to eliminate the virus. It's to eliminate the numbers. So if there is a huge amount of spread like there will be because all the fucking assholes touching shit at Starbucks and, you know, and the nice thing is, like, I think we've talked. It's cl- it's the cleanest it's ever been mm-hmm. to eat out, to get things from other places that you didn't make yourself. Yeah. It has to be because everyone's so fucking worried. Yeah. And the fact that there's not a whole lot of communication, if you can figure out how to eliminate touch and go to rubber gloves and not touch communicably between hands and figure out how to maybe a, a little... Because cards, like, you have to... like I'm trying to think of as many, as many ways as you can eliminate germ to germ touching or can you... Can you, you know, can you do the, the, the needle idea where every time it's a new person, 
you have a needle that goes in that has never been used before and then you dispose of it in a container in which you can't grab it from again. Can you do that with something like a rubber glove that's not wasteful to the environment? You know, is there something like that? That's the next thing you should be thinking of if you're trying to make money mm-hmm. because everybody could fucking sell that right now mm-hmm. and people aren't going to people are going to go back to touching fucking other people's food and the donuts aren't going to be, you know, the donuts are all going to be spread open now because now they're all sing- singly so individual. Yeah. It, you know, what's going to stay and what's not going to stay as part of these new Holy fuck, we were gross before. Like we thought we were cool, but what's it's not the, cool. What's the new standard? Yeah. Yes. And, yes. And it's like, you know, and not to be the coronavirus guys, but it's like, well, I want to know, like I don't I like that people are so dedicated to washing the hands, to cleaning and disinfecting shit. This is what it should have been. Not not pumping your own gas. So the public is not allowed to operate gas pumps. You you think that should be one that changes? Because I, I think I, about that. I, you know that that's that's another uh, way to look at it. Yeah. I wouldn't say that I'm paranoid per se whether to gr- grab a a gas pump, you know, or any yeah. kind of public doorknob. You know, you could you could go that far, but I would say there comes a point to where you have to accept that you are also a organism on this earth oh yeah that isn't necessarily beneficial for the grass yep the air you know so i'm gonna say it's it's that that's that's the cost of living life well i asked sage you know what if this is like a test what if the earth was like hey motherfuckers shit was getting weird cool down rethink some shit and let's go back to life and re- reconfigure how we do shit here. But if you go back to fucking crazy after this, you're fucking out. Right. The plague's coming, bitches, and I'm going to knock out 90 fucking percent of you. So this was a warning shot. Yeah. Like, I think I told you about the book that... Uh, whoa. <clears throat> whoa. All right. Back to the edit. Fast forward. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Just plan out my edit to redo it. No, I, I guess my voice did. No, I, I'm talking too much. I'm drinking Mountain Dew. Yeah. Um... There was a book. You mind? Yeah, go for it. There was a book that uh, had coincidence, coincidental uh, similarities between a virus they named in the book in 1989. Or 1981, sorry. And the book was a New York bestseller. And the book then changes the name of this disease to uh, Wuhan 400. Yeah. And it was the same thing, a bron- bronchial, bronchial, I don't know how the fuck you say it, like a bronchitis kind of a disease. Yeah. And it went around the world, came out of nowhere, went away out of nowhere, and then came back a year later, and then they never hear from it again. Now, the only reason I even fucking care about that when I Googled it, because I saw it on an Instagram post, and I was like, oh, that's weird. Like I said, originally when the fucking book came out, it wasn't named that, and it's a fictional book based off of nothing. Or, but they, but they based it, okay, it's a fictional book of tales that not, like, the sequences of things that happened in the book didn't happen, but they use physical things as a setting point, okay? So they moved this, whatever disease, CDC kind of Russian development company to Wuhan. And so they go back and re-edit this in the book. And the only thing that's weird to me is why? Who the fuck cares if your fictional 10-year-old place already at this point has relocated from, you know, Russia and the Soviet Union to Wuhan, China, 
and you go back and reprint the book, for what kind of accuracy do you need that? Who is who is judging you to be like, well, that's gone. That place moved 10 years later. Why isn't that re, why isn't that updated? And so that was always a weird one to me that why take the time to update your thing into a now what is a real disease and no one like to me that's just like what the fuck like what kind of matrix fucking code is that that like you know that shit is real or somebody saw that one time and the fact that it was a new york bestseller and nobody remembers it is like huh that's kind of fucking weird but i mean obviously somebody did because they found it and i saw the post you know i should look up the fucking book and actually have that ready for yeah. when i tell people the story but if you Google it, just Google uh, coronavirus fictional book 1990 uh, or New York bestseller. It'll come up. It's on a fucking, you know, it's it's a conspiracy thing. How much of this do you think is a conspiracy? Like how much of this do you think is real? Is like because there's things where CNN got caught showing videos of Italy claiming it was New York. Well, Italy's fucking Italy's percentage of this is nuts and it's it's overwhelming. New York's is equally, but it's not as bad. So you're showing more than what they're actually what's actually happening. You're mis you're misreporting information and amping it. Okay, well what's real about what we're being told about how scary it is or you know, what's the real point and you know, I think our governor does a really good job of explaining it to us. And there's not a whole lot of bullshit in between it, you know? Like, if you ever listen to the guy, he actually gives you factual statistics and says, hey, this is where it could be. And it's never for sure. It's always, this is what the worst case scenario is, and this is what we're trying to prevent. Like, I was telling you, man, that I, you know, when I'd stop by your house, they were people getting locked in their fucking apartment buildings, and China, people in China were welding the door shut, you know? And... And it's not being reported at all, but on Twitter you can fucking find it, you know. And 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 now like there, you know, now it came out. Oh, China gave misinformation about the numbers. Well, no fucking shit, you know. Like we were talking about the number, the the. There's a certain CO2 that's emitted from uh, a burnt body. When you burn a body from a morgue or some sort, there's a certain CO2 chemical that releases that can be monitored, and there was a fucking like, like uh, if you look at like one of the thermal fucking cams, this whatever filter looked for that fucking specific toxin out of CO2 when you burn a body was all over Wuhan. Red fucking blaring hot. Holy fuck. Why is it hot right here? And the idea was, well, the morgues are so fucking full. They're burning bodies to try to make room. Okay. Then you look at the five when they rolled over 5G this last month or however long ago. 21 million cell phone users went missing. Okay. Whoa. What? Like 21 million, you know, and who knows? Maybe over the translation, the numbers were lost. And how do you, how do you know what, what was, in, 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 you know, reported? But 21 million seems like a big number to, to go missing, especially if you're not talking about disabling, but just moving coverage and expanding, you wouldn't lose any. So it's kind of like, that's weird, especially in the middle of a pandemic when people are, are, you know, dying, you know, and, and like, it's, it's always the idea. Would you, would you believe that the government knows about aliens, but won't tell us cause we'll freak the fuck out one. It, it, it could. Yeah. 
I mean, I mean, if you think about it, one on a on a just realistic level, holy fuck, we on our loan, and they're smarter than us because they actually left this fucking rock or their rock. And then two, the religious people don't have fucking aliens in the Bible, and ten percent maybe still not, not all religions. Some so, sorry, Christianity Social beings Christ, like ten percent of Christianity will be like. No, that's God, and the rest of them will freak the fuck out, and yeah. that's going to open up a lot of people. Yeah. So it's like, what don't they tell us? Because they told us the masks weren't helpful. Stop buying them. They don't, they don't. Just so they could stockpile them for the government and then say, yeah, hey, you need these, but they're hard to get now. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Like. That's ridiculous, yeah. you know, man. Like, holy shit. So who who the fuck knows what's real and what's not? But mm-hmm. I would believe that. I would believe that a communistic country would burn bodies that are dying people or whatever and be like, hey, I don't know what happened to them. Same reason why reporters who speak against China go fucking missing and nobody fucking figures it out. And it's just, dude's gone. You know, that, dude, go go out and look at like the number or the – read the cases of like what they what they said – and then a day or two later, never heard from again. Yeah. Was just at home and Clean. see ya. Yeah. Scary as fuck, dude. Yeah. That's that's so nuts to me. Like, And you know that's going on, you know? And it's like, this is... The idea of people saying, like, this is all, like, kind of fake and bullshit, it's like, me and you physically talking aren't. But no. some of the things that affect our lives as far as, you know, disasters and where our money goes and... Things that we just aren't supposed to really ask, like pay no attention to the man behind the curtain kind of shit. Or how we're affected. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it kind of is like into this like whole monopoly of a fake, fake whatever fucking market you want to make up. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's all strange, man. There's shit that counteracts what's supposed to not be counteracted because it's part of your liberty. And <clears throat> then there's shit that like this, they, they just chip away at it because of safety and, you know. To, to be humble and mo- and modest about about how I feel about things. These are all things that I've read. Yeah. These are all things that I've absorbed through the internet. Yeah, but from hearing people talk. Yeah, uh, like this is my opinion based on hearing multiple people have this discussion. Willingly and, and unwillingly, you know. Um, I'm willing to hear one side of someone's story, but, you know, I would imagine most of the things that we hear are true. I would say um, how, how much truth is put into it. Um, that's a good percentage, but not a hundred percent. Right. And it all depends on what outlet you get it from. And it's sad that it's like, you know, Fox News, uh, NBC, all them. It, it, they're all the, coming out of the same pool. Yeah. Um, you're never going to get the full report. No, and it's always one-sided based on a political candidate. Or I mean, the full report to me means, you know, a confidential files, all that stuff. Yeah. You know, um, one of the things is uh, this is at least like 12 years ago now. Used to work at a place. Um, they made they made uh, anti-personnel, anti-personnel munitions. Okay. And um, you got to re-up or something? Uh, I'm good. I think I'm good. Need to get, yeah, just here. Just let me do this for you. <laughs> there you go. That'll work. There you go. And uh, they showed me a letter one day, and it was uh, under confidence. And uh, I, 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 I read it, and it says, uh, "To whom this may concern, um, we must 
discontinue your product. And all they made was a part of the anti-personnel, you know, device. Okay. And, uh, um, this is due to, due to the recent events in some country, you know, um, what is it? The, um, the, the UN and, uh, another, another organization listed on it. Um, wow. Requested. Yeah. Or requ- whoa. Something, something like that. Um, requested uh the the halting of manufacturing of this specific and they gave it down to a serial number and uh it was a confidential file that was like you know transmitted from further down and they ended up cutting their like eight year manufacturing you know like all of a sudden just stop you know jesus you know they'd make they'd make the the part of it their part shop they make a part of it and it was it was like 10k just for the housing you know and then the u.s army of course or whoever they'd arm it you know i seen i i i say this in confidence because you know i've seen this on how it's made you know you know the you know the marine corps didn't make uh didn't make you know parts for a bomb and stuff they don't they're not in the business to do that but other company other companies are yeah other companies are in the business to fold it bend it weld it bolt it nothing you know hardware right, right. hardware hardware up and then the second you get your munitions you plug it into the x divided by whatever you know and put right. it in there and they uh they said they made at least what i remember is like like a year was like 12 million a year uh, oh jesus on just the part yeah <clears throat> and they just shut it down and they had to shut it down. Yeah, fuck that. But that that uh, from what I heard from the from one of the coworkers is, they're like, that's fine. We have like three other lines with them though. Oh, with other things that they are. Other things that they have. That's fine. Jesus. You know, and and I ask is like, will they ever will they ever get rid of that specific specific uh, uh, anti personnel munition? Would they would they ever get rid of that style? They're like, no, it'll just go into a different, fall into someone else's, you know. Th- what they'll do is they'll sell the idea to some, some other company, and we'll make money off of selling the idea of the part. Yeah. Jesus. And it'll just be some other company as the government will hire them, you know. So it makes it untraceable. And, and the, there's nobody to ask the question. Yeah. You know, there's nobody to ask questions about, is this ethical is this fucking whatever like i was just do i was thinking what percent of business generates a product decide yeah generates a product and decides well it's business over morality because once you're in the business of making money on something how much morality do you have in that how much morality i guess do you have staked into that into that whatever product good example amazon yeah like you're you're it's it gives you what you need mm-hmm. but you know that people <coughs> people fucking suffer getting it there yes the the conditions that they work in yes. um you know whether it be you know no time off uh you're not paid well the the workplace is disgusting or or the, you know they don't allow injury or whatever whatever you can think of as a workplace like that kind of a thing because I was always thinking, like, like if you sell guns, well, it's pretty simple to be like, well, okay, 
who are you going to stop and not sell guns to? And and you don't ask what's the purpose of it. So if you're a huge gun manufacturer and you get uh, another country's uh, uh, order for weapons, and it's a huge fucking order, why? Are you allowed to make that? How do you make that? Like, is there a guideline because you don't make the gun in country that you have to follow your country's demand? Like, who the fuck thinks of that kind of shit? Like, who, who, or who knows that? Because in my eyes, you're making money and you're in it to make money. You're not in it to be, well, we can't sell you it because you might do something bad. It's just, well, we just sold you the product. We didn't know you'd go out and shoot a bunch of people with it. That's on you, you know. Gun's not going to do it itself. It's like, well, fuck you. You know, how the fuck did it get in your hands then? You know, weird shit like that where I just want to know, like, how much of it is, is, you know, how much morality is in business? And I know you're not a businessman, so I don't know how much. I know. I'm going to give you a a solid number and say uh, more than 75% of, like corporations i'm gonna say who have touched the billions are probably not very i would under your guidelines of saying morale um with 75 percent of them you know and if if they're in the billions you know i bet they're terrible companies you know like, yeah to their like workers and, yeah, to yeah. their workers i'm saying comcast i'm saying you know mobile you think t-mobile like you ever watch the guys t-mobile videos i i've watched uh not documentaries but news segments on uh the pole climbers the cell phone oh cell phone transmitter climbers Mm -hmm. and how oh he 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 had traces of uh thc in his system so we didn't give him any kind of uh he wasn't covered under like a insurance or something or yeah, and they fought them on that, and they won, of course, and da da da. It's because they got money to say fuck it. We're not going to give you just give money away. Plus, mm. it sets precedent for later, so but it's worth putting the money into right away. Even even I think it was like prime time or something. They finally did. Uh, whoever uh, new skit I was watching it from, they said they eventually, uh, even though this this was uh, a more than unique story to to uh, broadcast about. Um, those pole climbers and stuff. The the outrageous numbers of like need for better cell phone coverage and stuff to have these uh have these guys go maintenance their towers and stuff. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Yeah, it's huge. And um, it, it's crazy that the whole issue they pointed out was they they'd sublet the job instead of having to pay for healthcare and some kind of uh some kind of uh, an easy way for these guys to, hey, get hired on. Hey, get health care. Get 401k. Get the benefits. Hey, I've worked here two, two three years, you know. Yeah. And and they, well, back in the day, you know, it it was like AT&T. I think it was, I think it was, I think it was one of those cell phone companies. And they were hired like eight times over. They were subletted out eight times over to different companies that hired companies that hired companies that hired companies that finally hired kids uh, $16 an hour to, you know, work 
work 40 hour weeks climbing poles and stuff and they'd give them they'd promise them you know like 20 dollar you know 20 dollar right, right. bumps start them at 16 and then you know bump them to 20 and they'd have to travel i'm sure they'd have to damn do all that stuff and then yeah. they die and or get hurt or you know yeah, it's like it's like oil rigs i mean you can make a lot of money but you're gonna get fucking hurt for sure yeah and then and you it, might die it never it never was 40 hours from day one it was always 55 hours yep you know and then 50 55 hours turned into 60 you know like oh well you know <laughs> that's a lot 60 yeah. <laughs> that's uh that's more than I've done it. It's a lot of fucking time, and you're there a lot. I mean, your yeah. your life is work, man. Yeah. You know, you are dedicated because once you put that much time into something that needs production, mm-hmm. your mind can't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I mean it can, but you I, you got to be one dedicated motherfucker, and you got to have a good head on your shoulders to be able to put sixty hours of work into something, mm-hmm. and then not only match that, but mm-hmm. Can you turn it off? Can you go home and not be at work now? Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 I don't know. You burn it too hard, you you wear out. Like me. Like uh like arthritis arm me. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah. No, it's uh what kind of what kind of jobs have you worked? I uh uh last one was at the metals warehouse. Yep. And that was uh that was fucking hard work. That was Grabbing three-inch round aluminum bars, um, but three-inch round by 12-foot long, and, uh, you know, hucking them onto a table. Fuck that. So that was that was very fun. Yeah. For for the first year. Then the second year, just, ah, what's this clicking? Why can't I touch my nose? Oh, Jesus. Like, yeah, this this elbow, it was crazy. It was it would burn. If I, it would burn if I kept it in, like, this position yeah. or, or kept it straight. This is as straight as it goes. Yeah. And this, this arm's, like, straight. No, I got you. You know? So I've lost motion in it. And he's like, yeah, that's that's classic. Dr. Dr. Pete O'Keefe. And he totally looked like that. He totally looked at like that, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, asshole on um, Harold and Kumar. He was the... He was the the dick, the dick, who was the commissioner, marshal, air marshal, or whatever, whatever. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He took he took the role of the head guy, and yep. he, he looked exactly like that guy. And I don't okay. have a fucking name. Yeah, the bald guy. Yeah. Hey, I gotcha. He looked exactly, and and, and yeah, I, I forgot what I was gonna say after that. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying the guy uh, gave you like a weird prognosis, you know? He said, "Yes, oh, that's what the arm is gonna be yeah. like." Yeah, the, the that's what the doctor looked like. Yeah, yeah, that's so. nuts, man. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I I've been making the joke. I might not go back to, I might not go back to my job after this. Oh, well, dude. I mean, I signed up and it was, hey, you might have to load a truck now and then. Well, there's a minute there where every fucking day we're getting two or two trucks. Okay, what does loading a truck entail? Um, lifting cabinets, lifting heavy-ass bar tops, lifting shit that is built and can't be scratched and can't be, li- you know, lifted heavily or hard or, you know, you have to be soft and, and contain everything and watch the top, watch the, you know, and, oh, you've dented the fucking corner. Now it's, you know, it's 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 a lot of bullshit for what I could go back to and be in control of. I go back to painting and control the entire situation in the house now, and, and I feel 
I feel I'd feel fine. You know, managing a job would be nothing for me. Where I don't want to hold the fucking things that are finished and we don't have the equipment to to make sure it, it goes safely without going I mean, should go good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's, you know, it, it, no. No. So it's it's just one of those things where I don't want to be you know, 30-something years old and because I'm still one of the younger guys in the shop. Now I'm still fucking loading truck and negative four weather in Minneapolis. And no, nah, you Dumb. don't fucking pay me enough. Dumb. And, and you might pay another guy less money to do it. And mm-hmm. good. He wants to do it for that amount of money. I don't fucking have to, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't know. The hard part is my, my schedule I put myself through, but I can figure that out. So it's one of those things, man, but... Yeah, no, hey, I'm, same boat. I'm just uh, waiting for a call for them to call me back. They they thought I still worked at the warehouse place, you know, even though that, that wasn't very true, you know. Mm-hmm. I ended up uh, taking a year off of working after the warehouse and, you know, told them that I was still working there and I had to give them my two-week notice and that's when I, yeah, got that job and they laid me off they didn't they didn't even pay me a check yet and all this shit went down yeah i, I was just gonna say i went over to your house and you had just started there right just it was started, your first week yeah it was my first week and then i ended up working another two weeks there when the covid stuff started How kicking in check i signed up for their automatic bill pay yeah or not automatic i signed up for their deposit. automatic deposit direct deposit direct sorry. deposit and they they put me on their ADP, whatever, and they pay on the time period. Okay. Now that I'm signed up for that. Yep. They pay on the time period. Period. Oh. So they can't, they, they're they like, yeah, you worked a total of uh, uh, 80, 86 hours in two weeks. And that was my first two weeks. And then yeah. on, the, on the third week, which was just a half week. Yeah. Uh, they laid me off, and I they would already went into that next pay quarter or pay period. Yeah, and uh, they're like, "Yeah, you gotta wait two weeks for the rest of the check." So here I am. Oh, so you're still gonna get paid? Yeah. Okay. He, here I am. Here I am. Like a week after I got laid off. This is two weeks ago now. Still nothing. Nothing. I'm like, what? I I worked there, and I still didn't get a paycheck. There, laid me off. Like, oh my god. Have you called? I I didn't call. I I emailed them. They they said that that's it. There's no we can't we can't help you. You know, it's all in their payroll. I'd call bullshit. I'd go you motherfuckers. Like I can have the option saying I'm supposed to receive a check this week. If that's what that's what the cause is, I, I'll fucking decline and say hey I don't need my fucking unemployment. I'm getting a fucking check for hours I worked re- past. You know. Yeah. I didn't read the agreement on ADP. Yeah. I bet eighty. I bet they'd. I bet. I bet they'd go back and say, yeah, ADP. You you got to go through their payroll, whatever. Oh yeah. I bet. You know. So it's hey. Fuck man. Hey. Well, at least you'll be on unemployment though. Yeah. It it just it just irked me that, you know, I didn't think I was gonna be on the shit can list, but I was. Yeah. Well, so, I always so. joke. Yeah. Well, and you thought yeah. how. Well, I suppose you just got hired, so you're like, yeah. "Why the fuck bring me on if you're gonna fire me?" Yeah, yeah. My thing was, I was the most, I was the most recently person hired on, but I was hired on in July. But I was like, "Man, I'm the first. I'll be the first one to go. Like, I make more money than the guy who does my job. 
better than I do. Yeah. But I got hired on because I've fucking worked in trades before. And I said, I ain't paying. I ain't working for that dick. Dick amount. Fuck you. You know? Like, yeah. you know, I mean, it's not much, but it's a couple bucks more. And it's like, yeah, I mean, you got to have some sort of self-worth. That's why you fucking, you know, you can demand what the fuck you want out of this world. You don't have to look at your employer and go, I'll take whatever you give me. Thank you for the opportunity. No, they're also getting something from you, which is your ability to work. And if you're a good worker, demand more. It doesn't mean much more. You don't got to walk in saying, hey, give me a salary and fucking 100K, but you give me a little more money than what you would pay somebody starting out because I, I understand this is grown man business. You work hard. You could fuck off when, you know, you have the moment or the joke or the sentence or, you know, there's, you don't go into every day going 100% work, 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 work. You don't talk. You don't try to make the guy next to you joke. There's something that breaks the fucking work monotony and whatever. And I'll get caught up in talking to a guy. I don't give a fuck. But I also know that I'll work past the break. I'll give you an extra five minutes. Or I won't, I'll come back early just because I finished my lunch early and I don't want to sit in my truck anymore. You know? So there's a, there's a, you know, you're, you're solely fucking magnified on the shit that they can catch you on. But the shit that you devote yourself without saying, hey, look at me, look at me isn't accounted for well fuck you then you know there's got to be a leniency especially if this is what's being asked and i'm excelling go fuck yourself pay me a little fucking more you know but yeah i don't know it's i don't know it's one of those things like i said who knows if i even go back to this one there's some shit where i was supposed to make more money by by the time i fucking you know finished 90 days and that didn't happen and it was supposed to be a crew and PTO from the time I started, and that never happened. And somehow I was negative after Christmas, and yep. <sighs> but that's why you play the game, man. I mean, that's you know, companies aren't made to. Companies don't like giving away shit that you're fuck, you know, Mm-mm. shit that they would consider not not essential. It's yes. funny how not essential becomes a pretty uh, lucrative fucking term if you can fold it your fucking way eight times. Yes. Uh, business business ethics. Yeah, <laughs> business ethics. What's your favorite Adam Sandler movie? <laughs> I was gonna say Little Nicky. Ooh, underrated, <laughs> underrated. But it's gotta be it's gotta be Don't Mess with the Zohan. Really? That's your fucking top fucking movie for Adam Sandler? Uh, he's got so many. Uh, yeah, but don't mess with the Zohan with his hairy nutsack. And he's the only fucking old milfs in the movie until he finds the one chick he loves. And Currently, the do-over. Do-over, what's that? That's a Netflix uh, production. Do-over, what does he do? That's with uh, David Spade. Oh, and the dad and all that. And yeah. Let Maxi Pad suck up your own. Your... Yeah, 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 yeah. And David Spade's like a drunk or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Um. Huh. He... I mean, I go classics with it, with Sandler. Oh shit. You know the like happy... the Water Boy, Happy uh, Gilmore, Billy Madison, Big Daddy. Big Daddy's a fucking classic, dude. Yeah. I've not. I'm. I'm pretty sure I do kind of. I use a lot of parenting styles. I'm a mixture of like Big Daddy and fucking, you know, uh, uh, Red Foreman kind of a thing. Like, I'm not as much saying dumbass, but I'm going to fucking swear if I want to swear. You know, I had that discussion with my daughter. I'll give you money for me swearing, but let me swear. We're going to have a give and take here, you know? Like, uh, yes, I'll give you a dollar for every time I say fuck, you know, but I'm not going to not say it, you know? Yeah. People are going to swear at her. 
Like, it, here's the thing about not swearing at kids. Wait till a grown man is fucking pissed at your job and he starts fucking swearing at people. You get uncomfortable. You don't know how to handle it. If you're around somebody who, fuck this and fuck you, I don't walk around my house doing that. But the occasional, holy fuck, comes out of my mouth or, you know, fuck that. My my daughter, oh, dad, you owe me money. Money's been going in her piggy bank, you know? So it's like, okay, cool. There's, It's not okay for you to do it. Yeah. But when you get old enough, it is a decision that you are very much able to make and, and decide if that's how you're going to speak, you can speak. Yeah. You know, regardless of if you want to, it sounds illiterate and you, you make yourself, you make yourself seem dumb. Well, fuck you. You sound like a pussy if you don't swear. I like to swear. <laughs> it, it's fun. And it's, and it's good for expression. Yes. You know? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, fuck no. Like, you, it's a sharp like, oh, something's changed. Yeah. Something in this atmosphere is different. I'd say there's a, there's a circumstance where that can be annoying. Uh, well, uh, I guess for, for, for some, it'd be swearing. Uh, for some people, it'd be uh, punctuality of, of um, um, you know, me, me, and, me and my girlfriend, or my girlfriend and I, Oh yeah, yeah. Punk, you know, punctual or yeah, yeah punctuation or yeah. Not, I don't know punctuation, whatever. yeah, uh, fucking grammar. I yeah, don't know grammar and all that, that yeah. shit. Yeah, I gotcha. Some people, sometimes, sometimes that that is necessary, but to to catch people and interrupt them in the middle of their sentence or something, or yeah. just unnecessary. That's bad. That's that's annoying. <laughs> I mean, I try not to, and like if if people I don't know slip up and say something, I just let it go. But, I mean, at the at here at the house, like I mean, I'm pretty bad with my girlfriend. Like if I hear something, I'll correct her, and like you can tell, it it pisses her the fuck off. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know, man. There's something about like you also want to make sure you, you know, you don't come off saying the wrong thing. And there's sometimes when you just blend words in a certain way, it's like what? Yeah. Like people, it, it's going to be asked yeah. how you said that. So it's kind of like to avoid that weirdness outside of the of the world. Let you know at least here be like, hey, you maybe not want to phrase it like that, mm. you know, or some some something along those lines. But and, and another another good one, I guess we're just talking about uh, uh, communication, communication. I'm gonna say the awkward moments, yeah, where where you could like take something the wrong way, or you know, uh, it could be it could be. It's a good example. I had one. I had one. A good example. Um, anywho, it'll come back. No, you're good. <laughs> How have you been spending quarantine? How are you waking up and like, you know, what what do you what's your aspect of it? What's your like going about now? What's going to be your regular until they give you a call? I'm really holding out to like go to the grocery store and like and like buy up groceries and stuff i know and i'm confident i know that groceries are going to be there so we just go weekly you know there's not enough room for the are you wearing a mask out no public okay no um even though i have them i i feel some places are necessary yeah tighter Um, spots uh pharmacies okay people that are going to be sick that go there they have left their their trace there (laughs) yeah you know 
but uh, you know, no reason to really be concerned. I see people with masks and stuff, you know, um, for me to have to wear that at my job or something, if I did work, mm-hmm. uh, that'd be uncomfortable as all fuck. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're sucking through a mask all day. That thing imprinted just this big circle right on your face i fucking hate them and especially if you wear glasses they smog up your glasses uh, and yeah you're you're fucked it's a contacts day and then that fucking sucks and i suppose you'd rather be healthy than fucking you know just a little discomfort uncomfortable but yeah mm-hmm. eh, fuck it those masks aren't perfect either man they're not no they don't they don't stop it no they're just preventative you know you're like yeah. not 85 percent less likely to receive something orally or however but you ingest something from that mask uh decreasing your likelihood of getting it or whatever the fuck it is i don't know man they showed like a thing about like four a scarf wrapped around your face four times cuts out 65 percent going well fuck 25 percent based on going and fighting some asshole for the last box at hirschfields for it I'll just wrap a scarf around my fucking face, or you know. Yeah. Or it's like the guys who have the skin things that they're like a ski mask and they go around your face. It's like, well, how how good is that? You know. And, yeah. And and still, even if that doesn't work, cool. If they coughed on their hands, use the pin pad that you fucking use. If you use your card, which everybody uses, and you don't want to take cash, but you'll take the pin pad. You have to now touch the numbers on and the gas pump and the gas pump you gotta fucking touch the same Grab fucking that. handle and it's like you know it just that's kind of what i'm wondering man is what what are we gonna deem communicable now that's okay and what's like, the standard what's the new standard yeah and is the flu gonna be like this because we have a readiness for it you know i guess that's what everybody says is we're just not ready for this type of uh uh whatever in case it comes along but it's like uh, like the fact that now, like, what are you going to do when like if the next bird flu comes around? Because that was, that was a big killer mm-hmm. and nobody fucking panicked about that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, where, where was the significance of like that killed like a hundred thousand people nationally? Uh, understand when we, when we like the common flu and stuff, when we, when we cure that for one another and we use Dayquil or Theraflu mm-hmm. or whatever, aspartine all that all that uh that bear that tylenol all that stuff that doesn't necessarily cure the the fever the cold the flu it just cuts it or it's it supports it yeah it it supports it supports and 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 uh just just keeps your symptoms alleviated sort of right you know uh, i'm sure a hit of meth will clear your sciences uh sinus is better than than you know maybe than maybe just you know just taking it ingesting it you know ingesting uh, dayquil but i've never tried meth so <laughs> do you uh so i think i kind of get what you're saying but what is going to be okay after all this shit like like is the stamina of going to work and not being a bitch and don't puss out and you can't be you know if you if you're too fucking sick to work, you might as well die. Well, the fuck does that mean now? Like, like it's always been the same thing. Like, I can't believe they make me come into work sick. Like, if I spread this shit, they're going to be pissed. And more people are going to call in sick. And then they're going to spread it to more people because they can't call in. You know? Or, like, if you're in a 
old, you know, the, what like blue collar jobs kind of expect you to be tough. You know, are you sick or are you really that sick? You can't work or are you just feeling a little under and you want an excuse to not go to work? It's like, does it fucking matter? Like if I cough and Brad catches it, is that going to be okay? And he's not ready to fucking work now? Like I, I want to know, like I, I, I've said, there's, there's 100% going to be a law written for the people, at least statewide, that sick days are going to be mandatory from businesses to employees. And it's not, you know, it's sick days and then pay PTO. Like, it's not going to be the same fucking thing, you know. I think they're going to demand that because of communicable disease, if you're sick, stay home and workers have to give you days to be able to rest and say, hey, this can't be a thing that keeps going. People can't be sick coming into work and, you know, flu season or not or whatever, corona or whatever the fuck the next thing is coming. I think that's going to be one positive we get back from this is people are going to be offering sick days opposite of PTO, mm-hmm. uh, additional of PTO, mm-hmm. you know. It has to be. You can't be letting people go to work sick anymore. It's not fucking good. Pe- Mentally, do you feel better? Do you feel better doing nothing? No, I'm going crazy. Really? But is mm-hmm. it is it stir crazy because you need a purpose and your purpose was I'm going to build this or I'm going to assemble or put this or 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 have all, you, all of that? Yes. Ha, ha, have you lost? Okay. So what do meaning- you do when you're at work constantly and you're fucking tired and and you've been beaten down and it's a rough week and what do you think about? Do you think about not working? From not working for a year. Bobby. Oh, so you were off for a year. So from not, had from not working off for a year and then starting to work and then getting right into that groove on that third week and then boom, they, they laying me off. Man, that Thursday and Friday, because I canned on a Wednesday, yeah. Thursday and Friday and then Saturday, Sunday and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, back to, back to Saturday and Sunday. I have gone just crazy just sitting on the couch. Just like, all right, I need to be somewhere. 6 a.m., you know, I'm up. Take a little sip Take a little sip of this, eat a little salmon of that, and then off to work, you know, off I've to work. That. You know, and then, you know. Are you waking up on and, a regular time? And, and it, was, it was like schedule, schedule, you know. And then come home, you know, do my thing, work out, and then eat dinner, shower, and nighttime. Wake up at 6, repeat, you know, maybe go and do overtime. You know, I was liking the grind. Yeah. And then now, now I, I've been, I needed to go back to revert back to my old shit. Like, wait, what? I just got out of it. No, wait, no. You know? Yeah. And here I am. And here I am. When I said, when I said uh, a little of everything, a little of everything, um, I, I meant it. I went in the garage and I was like, well, I got energy. You know, it feels like, it feels like I got a shot in the ass, man. I'm fucking up. You know, holy shit. You know, like. Yeah. You know, I'm fucking like I'm working again, you know, so I put on my clothes, you know, the next morning and, you know, let's go work on the 240. Get that fucker done, you know. Yeah, you're trying to get busy. Get busy, you know, and I got a bunch of shit clean in the garage and I kept putting my hands on the 240 and then I took my hands off. I put my hands on the 240 and took my hands off and I was just like, ah, what are you doing? Like, no, what are you doing, Pete? You don't work. And it's like, uh, like, yeah, the first thing you were going to do. When you started working, got your check, right? Mm-hmm. Waited to see the funds go uh, positive instead of into the red. Yeah, you know, uh, you're gonna buy car parts. Yeah, and where is it? Well, they about to pay me still. Okay, how much? 
1500 from two and a half weeks of work man that's not very much you know yeah yeah and think about to think about it you know like that was two that was almost three weeks of work you know like oh fuck you know maybe you should sit on that and it's just like but what are you gonna yeah and what do you do to now fill the void and you know, and, like yeah. ah, I wanna, I wanna run, I wanna play, I wanna, I'm, I'm like Nova with a fucking ball at the door, yeah. you know, like come on, no. let's go, yeah, 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 no, chill, dude. Yeah, that's like, what I'm yeah. doing. Yeah. You know how many? It's gonna be fifty dollars of fluids, fifty dollars of oil, fifty dollars of coolant, you know, hundred dollars of gaskets. Oh yeah, 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 that you're putting into it. Yeah. Twenty five dollars worth of ethanol, gasoline. Right. And then fucking. Uh, Especially when you're not uh, going to work to make money, it's like you don't know if it's always going to come. Thirty two. Thirty two dollar filter. Yeah. Uh, no. Fuck. I'd that shit adds up. Pull the insurance and not drive it. Then fuck. Yeah. You know, fuck. Who am I kidding? Who am I kidding? You know. That's rough. That's you know, rough having a toy like that. That you know you got. It's gonna be five hundred bucks to get her back crawling around. Yeah. You know, driving around, crawling around. My baby. Right. And that's, if anything else doesn't foreseeably go wrong. I just rebuilt it. Yep. Oh, what Jesus. else could go wrong? Yeah, never mind that. So you've been through it. So you've had time. Yeah. yeah. New gaskets, new new sealant, new, I mean, yeah, rings. I, I regrown these rings. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I don't know if he's going to leak oil or smoke or fucking misfire. Holy fuck. Cool. Yeah. It's overheating. What the fuck? I just started it. <laughs> so you're waking up early? So I'm waking up early trying to do that and just... You know, kind of hitting my hand, and and Elisa said, "Hey, let's do the garden thing." Yeah, and thankfully she's still working. Yep. Shout out to Elisa, and uh, <laughs> and yeah, you know she she's not doing doing it purposefully. I understand that. You know, she's driving me nuts because I'm sitting on the couch and she's in the living room. She has to work from home, dude. Mm-hmm. She has, she's not allowed to go back to work until they're until they say. Um, may until Damn. may comes around yeah and that's still a maybe because they cut their employment they cut their manufacturing to half and um yeah she's driving me crazy at home so it is a treat being here today right Bobby. yeah man no it's and well like i said I've, I've i've done podcasting and i have uh fucking sat here playing video games yeah like i i come back here it's kind of my place to be like all right i'm not gonna sit you know me and my, the girlfriend will still watch a movie. We'll still hang out during the day and stuff. But for the majority of the mornings and into the afternoon, I, I'm, I'm back here. And I'm mm-hmm. either fucking around with editing something or messaging people to try to come onto the podcast and, you know, talking about something or fu- just fucking off and, like I said, playing a video game or something back here and mm-hmm. either changing shit around or looking online. Like, you know, I'm fucking around with the editing software to like see what else i can do and you know i don't edit a whole lot of my podcast nice. maybe a, a fade in and cut some bullshit and some really deep spaces where nobody said anything or anything but yeah. you know other than that i've got it set up pretty fucking nice it sounds good i'm to the point where i trust how everything's set up and i just got to move a couple things based on the mic and you know sounds fucking good it looks good in here man yeah i mean besides some of the shit i got laying in here did have a bunch of clothes laying in that corner and I threw them all in my closet, but mm-hmm. no biggie. <laughs> but I got an extra chair, a new chair, so I was, you know, big fucking TV we put in here. I gotta, like I said, I gotta get a fucking thing for it and yeah. figure out how I'm gonna plug in my Amazon so I can fucking watch like TV or put Sports Center on while we're sitting in here. Bam. Yeah, dude. T- and tell me on this, it'd be like, fucking nice, man. 
Yeah. This yeah. is this is this this wasn't here. No. No, no, no. I had this little shitty TV in yeah. there and then it lost the sound, so that's why I knew I fucked the cord up when I told you about it and Yeah. Yeah, so but no, man, I mean I'm just, you know, figure I figured fuck it. I have a lot of time that I can dedicate to the podcast, so why not put it into it, you know? I I've been I made the joke, but messaging people you know i think did i say that here already message or what's that or did i say that before the podcast that i'm just finding people on instagram that you know i might be able to to talk into coming on the podcast or i just you know ask and yeah it's not exactly famous people but it's people who've had a following or some sort of uh some sort of influence and you know you just go from there you'd be surprised i've had i've had people say yeah so i mean you know people that i would never have thought yeah so I mean it it's cool and I'm you know it kind of gives you just a little so now I'm just on the on the on the hey man keep messaging tour like who else can I think of that I would randomly be like you know what I'd do that I know about him yeah. let's do fucking him yeah. you know yeah so it's like okay cool cool like you know what it, what other what other perfect time than now and that's what I've heard you know is why not reach out and see people are bored, bored. you know I've reached out to bands and bands I haven't gotten into create like a couple four or five. But I could have about twenty that I want to be like, that I want to be like, hey, would you come on my podcast? And <laughs> you'd be surprised how many people like out of how how many people I've hit up that have answered me back. So it's like okay, like uh, fucking cool. Like you know, I'm I'm kind of getting it, and I know what to kind of ask, and I try to be as you know polite as I can be because you know they're gonna do me a favor. Obviously, it's not like I'm I've got thousands of fucking followers, but exposure is exposure you know what what what's you know my listeners and your listeners and sometimes when you open up and say hey guess what i'm on people will then be like oh fuck i didn't know you do that kind of thing i'll listen to that and and you open up yourself and now maybe you gain more of a following and you know what's an acceptable rate Mm -hmm. if you gain 10 followers off of it is that good or lose respect yeah Yeah, cool. I mean, and you might lose some, but but then, <laughs> but but then like also too, it's like you know, I'm surprised with the people who still listen to this. Like you know, I always joke, who the fuck listens to me? But yeah, there's a decent amount of people. Cool. Like, I'm, I'm really appreciative, man. Like, yeah. and I wish more people would tell me they listen. I don't know who the fuck does. Acknowledged. Yeah, yeah. I, dude, I would love to. Like, please, yeah. I'm telling you now, if you get this far into the podcast, tell me you listen. Like, yeah, like read back and and say, hey, man, I finished the episode. It was fucking great. Or hey, it fucking sucked. I was bored out of my mind, but I listened to it because <laughs> I'm in a bobcat all day. <laughs> You know, there's there's tons of shit. I don't give a fuck. Give me a feedback, though. Yeah. Like, I had one new guy on a podcast I just released. Guy fucking followed me and said, hey, man, I I love it. It's an alternative way to listen. Great. Keep doing it. Love the first. Love This is my first episode. Love listening. Holy fuck. That was awesome. Dude, I can't wait for my first negative comment. I can't wait for somebody to be like, fuck you, you asshole. That sucked. Right. Like, I love that. I'm, I'm fucking... All right, I think I'm official now. Like I'm not official until somebody tells me to fuck off, you know? Right? It's just like I think that that, that is a level of acknowledgement and I and I and I and I I see the famous the the famous YouTubers, I'm yeah. going to say, they acknowledge their haters and stuff. I uh, I'm getting compliments of how I treated this or how I executed that. The dude's just making an RC car or something. You know, yeah, and he's got like twenty million followers and shit, or something ridiculous, right? Twenty million view- views or something. Yeah, and it's like, why even acknowledge them? You know, then right, because it, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't. It doesn't. It, but I mean, you know, I, I guess when you're in that deep, you know, you're literally listening to all these followers. Yeah, and and hey, 
you know, if it's love, it's still love. You know, uh, if it's hate, it's still love. Right. You it's know? yeah. It's a, or an, uh, an a, a, a fl- not an affliction, but um, there's some sort of attachment. You know, uh, I love that people who hate shit will will listen to it. You know, I don't like this. I don't like Ariana Grande, but mm-hmm. I don't listen to Ariana Grande to tell her to be like, oh, I fucking hate her. When I listen to that, it's like, just don't choose to listen to that shit. <laughs> and I don't have to worry about messaging them. I don't like you mm-hmm. because I'm not giving them my view, mm-hmm. you know, or my, my, my download or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, like that's it. It doesn't make sense to be like, go fuck yourself. Now, I mean, there is occasional like if the guest comes on your person's show. All right. Now you got something there, you know. They walked into your territory now, you know. You're a fucking fan of that show and not the person. Well, different story now, you know. But I don't know. And uh, hate's funny to me, man. I love watching the trolls just fucking attack people for shit. And you know, I always, I never know now if somebody's like really offended or if they try to be the like over like that was sexist over like the most minuscule fucking like hey guys like. Guys, you're going to say guys in that scenario? You don't even know if there's fucking girls in there? or what? It's like, shut the fuck up. It's a fucking a form of speech to say hello, everybody. Like, if you need me to say that next time I say it, I'll say it. But shut the fuck up now. Like, you don't need to fucking, you know, say something or tweet something. or fu- They're fun to read, but it's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, do you ever catch your... You're not on Facebook or anything, are you? I, 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 I am, um, but I'm an asshole. <laughs> oh really? Like, like, what do you mean? Like, you don't friend anybody? Um, I I don't friend anyone, and 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 if they are new friends, I I I'm so into things that, um, would, would would normally piss other people off. Yeah. Yeah. Like a like a meme kind of thing, or like like that kind of stuff. Uh, sexist things and oh, like yeah, yeah. uh um, there's a there's a, there's one site, it was called um, uh, thank God for women. And uh, uh, okay. it, it just undermines them, and you know, like she got, uh, da, 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 she made millions, da da da. He did. Oh yeah, yeah you okay. know, I gotcha. And it, it totally demonizes women and how <laughs> how typical women are, and da da da. Points points out like maybe, lots of memes. Yeah, points out maybe like weird viewpoints of like women yeah. that you would like see in a disparaging way. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and the, not even disparaging. I think it'd be hilarious. I'm, total red know. pill. Yeah, red pill. Yeah. Okay, so like a like a. Like a stereotype kind yeah. of a thing. Okay, like that's funny to me though. Like if there's there, if there's a truth to it, it's like saying you know there's there's always a little bit of truth to something if people get offended. Uh, pre- pregnant women have more rights than uh, a single male. That's or, true. Yeah, single single mom has more rights than a lot. A single mom gets a lot and yeah. is afforded a lot. They can be. I mean, depending on the person, but on the circumstances, right, yeah. right, yeah, depending on on who you are or what you have, what you got going on. But no, I get you. No, there's there's all that fucked up shit. That's like saying like women aren't paid the same as men. Well, women also don't do as much dangerous fucking jobs as men. I'm not mm-hmm. saying women don't do dangerous yeah. jobs. I'm saying let's be realistic. Talk about your cell phone tower climber. Yeah. When the fuck did you last see a chick do that job? Sure. You know? There's a there's a percentage that does that, and I'll yeah. acknowledge that. Great, but and that's cool. But they're not the, anywhere the ma- near the majority. numbers of men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right there, you already have a number of men who are clearly making up substantial amount of women based on a you know let's say um would can we can we clearly say that most most secretaries are women, uh-huh. receptionists. I mean, majority of them that you will see will be women. Okay, that job is not paying you the fucking same as a cell phone tower mm-hmm. climber. Mm-hmm. Okay, well now 
those numbers, those numbers highly, highly affect what you look at, what men are paid, but you're not looking at what the, you're not climbing that 2000 foot fucking tower. Yeah. You're not going up to there playing with fucking electricity and, and radiation that we possibly don't know about. Yeah. You know? So it's just like, there's things, and I'm not saying there aren't women who do jobs that aren't fucking incredibly dangerous and, and more paid highly. And men are, fu- you know, I'm a fucking painter. I don't get paid a lot or a fucking cabinet maker mm-hmm. paid shit. But, you know, I also get paid more than some other jobs that might be, you know, um, if you're a grocery store clerk, I'm going to make more than that. Mm-hmm. And it's about half and half for women and men. Mm-hmm. So when you look at now, I'm, you know, I don't know. It's just strange, man. Mm-hmm. It is. Who the fuck knows? I'm not. I'm I'm super political, but I also don't get into it on here because it's just like, what's the point? Like people have their fucking view, like. You know, let's just talk about how how ironic it is, though, when you when you do finally find out the thing that you like, you like doing most. You know, uh, what was the purpose of life and all that? Well, it it, it felt like a family moment when my mom cooked egg rolls uh, when we were back in northeast Minneapolis, back at our first house. Yep. And she cooked egg rolls for church gatherings. She cooked egg rolls for uh, fucking uh, neighborhood garage sales. Yeah. So week-long neighborhood garage sales. And all seven days from Monday to to Sunday, like, she'd make egg rolls and she'd sell more egg rolls than actual items out of our back driveway, backyard. And we just shell them out a dollar an egg roll. And that that whole sense of, you know, grinding up meat and cabbage and mixing it all in huge, you know, five-gallon, you know, pots. Okay, yep, yep. And mixing all the raw ingredient and rolling it into egg rolls and deep frying it and stuff. That was like real work. We yeah. woke up at four. Okay, yeah, And yeah. we got busy, like, yeah. making shit. Like, cause it had to be fresh. Yeah, we didn't have a freezer to hold a five-gallon bucket. That's nuts. And what what was what was nuts is it was a conveyor of like trust. <laughs> I say this thematically, but we were we were just what eight and ten, you know, something like that. Eight and ten, eight or ten. Me and my sister, my older sister. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that we did this all throughout grade school. Every time they had the neighborhood block party and all that stuff, yeah, get up in the morning, we'd make we'd make twenty dollars a day, <laughs> seven day, you know, yeah. seven days a week, you know, like that was our that was our state fair, and it was the time of state fair. It was you know months after that, right, right. You know, it was like Fourth of the, the Julyish, like um, you know, Grandma's got nothing to do, should take grandkids out to to garage sale you know like oh i smell egg rolls oh well, she cooked she cooked uh hot um corn dogs okay she, she had a deep fryer going like all the time so it just pop them in and she had it all set up and i felt so i felt so like like this is this is right you know i like people seeing come in and out you know you'll have you'll have the loud folks you can tell he's kind of drunk and he smells like Smells like pot, but you know, that's fine. You know, he he's he he just bought fifty of them, right? You know, right. so boom. yeah, yeah, cool. That's that's good. That's good business. Cool, you know, 
you know, I, and that's, I got to, I got to know, I got to know people actually counting out cash and da da da. And that was, that was back in the day when you could, you could make, you know, you could spend a nickel and, you know, sell it for a dollar. But now it's, it's way more than that for, for all those ingredients now. Yeah. And I understand the, the problem in that. But I also understand like the whole, like, like, the whole you're vibing you know you're 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 selling your product and stuff like as a food truck or something yeah yeah you, you know you get into it you know you know i i would i would totally i would totally love to work on a food truck but i i would totally be humbled too yeah to make egg rolls off of a food truck you know like back back to those days of you know yeah man it'd be, it'd it'd be humbling for sure you know but uh would i ever would I ever say i'd go that way nah nah would i make money that's the that's the question. No, I wouldn't, dude. I wouldn't make money. <laughs> we I had uh, we had a volunteer um, in in college. Uh, you're on scholarship, so you had to fucking you know they needed people to work. Uh, it was a basketball game, and they needed people to work concessions. Okay, so I didn't have to fucking take any money. All I had to do was wrap these wrap these hot dogs, wolf dogs. So I'm wrapping fucking wolf dogs. And I'm rapping them, and I'm fucking, you know, dude. We start. I start trying to just be funny with it, you know. Like I start tossing hot dogs around, going, "Hey, there's a big hot dog for you on the way." And like, and then like somebody would be like, uh, "Need a hot dog?" I'd be like, "Oh, that's a dog walking down the street, fucking, you know, walking down the street, coming down to the because, you know, just just coming up with shit yeah. that I could fucking think of, and like, so it catches on, and we're all fucking yelling shit, and all of a sudden we go, you know, as I'm making hot dogs in the back, I. I'm facing away from the people and I go, we'll sing for tips. And like, I keep going. So nobody fucking knows exactly where it goes, but you hear somebody fucking put a dollar down and, and then you start fucking laughing and you're like, so then all of a sudden I was like, Hey boys, what are we singing? And we all, I don't know. We can't, I can't remember what fucking song we're singing, but we're singing it and people are walking by and people are there and the guys taking money are trying not to fucking laugh because they're older or, or, you know, they're, they're, weren't expecting fucking dudes singing today but yeah. it's like you got into it man i mean you know you make the best of it so you, what they make you sing i can't fucking remember <laughs> you know, i think we gave it up to the guy or we popular rock songs i don't know oh. but it was just more like it was just more like just the feel of it being like i said like you know you, you always watch the movie where the hot dog guys hey hot dog yeah, two for a dollar fucking three for 50 cents or whatever yeah. the fuck it, you're saying something in a fucking weird accent thinking you're being funny yeah. and you're making each other laugh in the moment and now it's like uh you know maybe it's not as great and you can't portray the story as great the moment was because it was all in the you know you had to be there kind of shit but it's funny though, like man, you just get into that shit. Like when you're when you're fixing your car, like, do you ever just fucking be, yeah? I'm a fucking yeah. I'm a man right now. I'm fucking fixing this car. Like. When when, it, when I when I am and when I'm spending money on it, that's when I'm fucking hating it. But uh, yeah, no. When I when I am working on it, I, I do feel I do feel great about it. what the simple fact is. You don't remember the quiet hot dog guy that ran in the concessions and yeah, you, you know, remember you don't the guy remember who made the quiet you laugh one. Or had hey. a joke for you. You know, you remember peanuts, hot dog, mustard, ketchup. You know, yeah, I'd be yeah, that yeah. guy listening off tongs, hot ever, hot dogs. Do you ever walk concessions up and down bleachers at all as a as a job? As a as a as a job, no. As a kid, yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. You walked up and down doing the hot dogs. Popcorn? No. Uh, okay. No. Okay. No. As as a as a kid as a kid you know running around the concessions and bleachers and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, I got yeah, you. I got yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, volunteering for high school, like uh, I did at TCF Bank Stadium. Um, Joe Knight was. Uh, I, I might say this later too, so don't quote me on this yet. I want to. I wanted to use this later, but this worked out. Um, I was a f- sophomore or junior. I think I was a junior. USC came to Minnesota, and I remember being down on the fucking goal, like on the goal line, on that closest staircase down, right on the bottom of it. And I fucking, it was like, oh, dude, it was like I was part of the play. I was so fucking like, I was just above everybody else. I saw the opening gap, and I'm pretty sure the player was Joe Knight. Uh, he's he's died now. He actually was killed in a motor uh you know, mo- like a like a, a uh, road rage. Yeah. Somebody got out of the car and shot him. Uh-huh. And uh, but the guy, fucking, I'm pretty sure it was him returning. And he, it just opens up, man. He gets like a 50 yard fucking return on us. You know, USC coming to town, beat just just fucking opening up a can right there. Dang. But uh, you know, one of the coolest fucking things, and I I made like. 80 bucks in tips and they were like what in the fuck like you stole money from people like they were so surprised how i had like or it was like 50 bucks or something i can't fucking remember now nice. but we had a community and an agreement that if we ever made money we all split it so i was fucking pissed there were people bringing two dollars to the pot four dollars and here's bobby with like 48 bucks and like they were like everybody came out making like 20 bucks and i was like fuck all of you i was so pissed i was like Dude, I would have just been like, if it would, if I didn't make that money, I would have been like, here you go, man, you you fucking, you made it. You know, if there was somebody that different, like if we all made like thirty bucks, okay, cool, we all come walking out with twenty. Hmm. But if some guy brought forty eight to the table, it's like, go fuck yourself. I, I I gotta I gotta share with all you guys, like, yeah. you know. I hear that. But. I hear that. Right on, man. Ready to call it? You yeah. Got your hat on. No. no. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. Um, um, yeah. No. Hey, yeah. It's good, man. It's good. Good to get out of the house. It's good. It's good to get out and fucking see people. And I know you're not supposed to communicate and be around, but I don't. We haven't, you know, shook hands or nothing. And I'm not against it. It, you know, if somebody goes for it, I do. But I'm not also looking for it. You know, it's more or less just cool. You know. I don't know. People touch. I asked the mailman the other day. I grabbed it from him, and I was like, ah, six feet. And he's like. He goes, if I'm going to get it, I'm going to fucking get it. And he hands me my shit and keeps walking. It was like, good for you, man. You know, if you're, if you're dealing with it, fuck it. You just fucking get it and move on. Or, what? you know, what are you going to do? Guy had no gloves, no fucking mask. Going door to door to fucking people. I can't imagine a job worse right now. And Here's your shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here's your, <laughs> thankfully, it's not you giving it to me. Or anything he has to pick up and put in his bag. Can you imagine? He's probably fucking grossed out and throwing lysol bombs and hey mail service stop giving us junk mail yeah no shit enough of that shit yeah you know what the junk mail is <laughs> yeah give you me keep... my insurance give me give me my insurance uh little cards that i get in the mail every six months or so but uh but no seriously uh yeah take your junk mail i don't care about uh little circle pizza <laughs> gas Dude, station. i'll take it man I'll, I'll take it uh Unless it's like the swimwear like edition for anything or like a preview, like I'll take those, sneak, <laughs> sneak those away from my girlfriend before she sees them, and then pop them in like tomorrow's mail or something. 
at least get a one day out of it. I'm just kidding. I don't really do that. I just thought about that. The JC Pennies. Uh, <laughs> they're right, long man. fucking gone. That's awesome. <laughs>